0: And you should be embarrassed for those of you that you know who you are step it up be present in 2023 we're all watching you
1: yeah no kidding (laughs)
0: light camera action
1: (laughs) welcome back to the way things flow If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button.
0: Consider it like paying it forward. Make a positive impact in someone's day by getting them one step closer to listening to our podcast.
1: So, Kristen, how was your day?
0: (laughs) Today was so lovely. So lovely. What a good day. It was so beautiful outside. Sun was shining sarcasm yep (laughs) (laughs) no it was actually like honestly i can't complain but um work was just kind of busy it's just kind of frustrating sometimes when other people are dominating your schedule i like especially working from home i feel like there's a lot of people that think that people that work from home slack off whereas today i've been like non-stop since 7 a.m the only break I took was literally to take my dog pee. And that was like, I had to step out of a meeting to do that. And then I even skipped lunch and worked until almost what, six o'clock when you yeah. got to the studio. Yeah. So it's uh yeah, it's been a day, but now we're here, we're in our happy place. So. With a with beverage. Yeah, there might be a little bit of wine.
1: A little adult beverage.
0: A little bubbly popping. Nice. (laughs) Always makes things better. And yeah, tell us about your day. My day was similar to
1: yours. I feel like, I agree. I think the working from home thing, is harder to shut off your life. You're up and you're straight to work. And then you're working until you don't have to work anymore. And sometimes that's not eight hours. It's
0: 12. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, at least when you're in the office and it's like, oh, I have a bus to catch, oh, I'm getting picked up, or I have this place to go, you have a good reason to leave, whereas Mm -hmm. working from home, it's like, no, no, you're already home. You can just work until you get everything done. Yeah, which I think is
1: a problem. But – and then I do think – It kind of can distract you sometimes even more, which is, I think, counterproductive. I think being home sometimes can distract you from your job.
0: Honestly, I can see that for some people, but I feel like I'm really good at like putting barriers. Mm -hmm. So like when I'm working, I don't get distracted with things I need to do at home, like even like i'm dirtying dishes during the day i just throw them in the counter and like okay i'll do that when i'm done because i'm just so busy when i'm working um and i know a lot of people too struggle with the reverse where they have a hard barrier separating like home from work when it's like they're technically done work but they're still at home so they're still feeling work you know and checking work emails or like just in. working and stuff yeah but I don't know why. It, this never has really been intentional. But I guess it helps that I have a closed off office Definitely. Um, to work in. Definitely. But I am, like, it's really easy for me to turn off my brain and, like, the work focus when I need to. Yeah. I I'd have those really good boundaries, which is nice.
1: So going off of kind of what you were saying with the whole people not shutting down after work, I got an email from a coworker at 9 30 on a sunday night yeah why are you working on a sunday at 9 30 at night
0: and even if you are i love the delayed send right Yes, because Send I. It'll yeah, deal like, with it. I don't want to see your emails popping up. The other thing that's really funny because I honestly have to admit that I am guilty of that. I have worked a lot of weekends, but I always take note of it and then I'll like account for it later. Like you finish early on a Friday or you know maybe a morning you're not like feeling the greatest and you sign in a little bit later. It, I love that kind of flexibility mm-hmm. so that it can kind of flow with life. Um. But the worst is when you are working late to catch up or you're working on a weekend and then people are replying and then you're like, "No, I wasn't ready for you to reply yet. The ball's still in your court." Yeah. So it's like the delayed send is a lifesaver for that. It's like, yeah. "No, you hold on to the ball. I don't want it. You keep it. I just I I'll see you on Monday." Yeah.
1: <laughs> it 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 can wait till Monday. I just wanted to tell you my opinion on things. But yeah, this that's- yeah. I ended up actually asking my new boss. Said, "Hey, I got this email. I'm not required to work these hours, am I?" And they were like, "God no, you don't have to do that. That's someone not managing their time well." But That's I agree. I agree also with the if you if I skip out on work early on a Friday, I'll check my emails on a Saturday or Sunday. And then but I'll always put a delay. The the delay send is game changing in the world of working from home.
0: 100% agree. The only thing that I always think about is that while I've already typed up my response Mm -hmm. and sent it, someone else is going to reply to the thread, and then I'm going to reply to not the latest email and look stupid, and that's a pet peeve of mine because I get irritated when people do that because it's like do you not know how to sort your inbox so that you're always responding to the most recent message like oh my god there's I'm so like I don't want to say like OCD but kind of where like especially when people are sharing their screen and doing things and mm-hmm. I just like sit there like twitching because I'm like oh my god like that's a lowercase that's a capital you did this there you did that there the other big one for me is not using keyboard shortcuts for copy paste cut when people right click and click on copy and paste instead of
1: using what the like, control yes the control c control okay. c
0: control v control x you can't deal with it no like <laughs> i know it only takes a second but it's like do you know how fast you are when you're using keyboard shortcuts i don't even think of right clicking unless if you go to paste you can use paste special and paced a certain way that's not like a hard pace. Anyways, I'm getting into the weeds, but like, oh, I guess we all just have our ways sometimes. And I'm maybe a little bit more OCD than the average Joe.
1: Yeah. You're very like <laughs> type A. Type A.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But we do have a spicy topic today.
0: We do. Yeah. 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 And I am really looking forward to feeling your, or feeling. <laughs> I'm looking to feeling your thoughts. (laughs) I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts um, because this is a hot topic. So today Mm -hmm. we want to talk about social media. I feel like this is a topic that's probably like way overdone and talked about, but I think it's important because we still haven't really learned how to jive well with social media. Mm -hmm. So... What do you, like, what's your relationship with social media?
1: So, I deleted social media in 20, 20? no, 2019.
0: Really? So, it's been that long? Yeah. That's a pretty long time. Yeah. Why did you delete it?
1: Um. During COVID, I, so, at the beginning of COVID, I bought a house that was kind of far away from all my friends not even that far 30 minutes and i found like none none of my friends were coming to visit me and so i was getting like lonely and then i would be constantly checking social media because i'd just be sitting on my couch watching tv
0: okay so like boredom boredom just constantly checking it
1: and then you would get mad that you weren't with your friends who were posting
0: oh like you kind of almost like FOMO You're missing yeah. out.
1: and then from that it was like at that time I was also kind of coming off of being sick yeah and that's another discussion but I got really sick and I lost a bunch of weight and then this was getting me starting to get better but You see these influencers that are just so fake but you're like oh i just i used i want to be skinny like that blah 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 and it's it's so unhealthy
0: Hmm. in In that way to other people online
1: yeah so i ended up deleting it i deleted my facebook my instagram and i took my name off of my pinterest and my youtube not that i post on youtube but it just to not have anybody notice it was me and then i kept snapchat because my sister-in-law has and my brother have two kids and they'll send me photos all the time they have a couple very close friends on my snapchat but other than that i and i don't people consider linkedin a social media i don't consider it social media because i don't no. have anybody on there that's caring about what my picture is or what i
0: post in terms of that we should maybe mention that though yep so i think out of all social media like i would consider in like linkedin to be social media but it's not comparable to facebook and instagram no linkedin is so much more formal i'm sure some people have bad experience with it but from my perspective and what i've seen it's such a positive platform where yes. it's about networking. People aren't on there to spread hate. Like, I I don't think I've ever seen any negative comments. No. People are not posting selfies. You don't see any, like... No. I don't know. Yeah. Bikini photos. You don't see anything like that. There's yeah. no kids... I'd say at least on my network, anyways, I don't see anything about religion. Very minimal about politics, which are you know the sensitive kind of controversial topics. I feel like a lot of that isn't on LinkedIn, and I would actually recommend that more people um, get involved in LinkedIn. I think there's a lot of opportunities for like job networking. Oh, like my God, in yeah. our first <laughs> podcast, I mentioned that I got my first job out of college through LinkedIn. And I also find like you can you can message with people that you would probably have a hard time meeting naturally in real life. Yeah. And I think there's a pretty good response. rate, right? Even if you like cold message people, I think people are really receptive on LinkedIn as long as you're, you know, appropriate, you're nice and like be intrigued in them as well when you message them. Yeah. Um, but it's probably one of the best social media platforms and i'd say the most positive i just think
1: for me i've met so many people through networking in ottawa and i have almost every single one of them on linkedin
0: yeah because as soon
1: as i meet somebody you're added to my linkedin
0: it's almost like the modern business card
1: yes because it is (laughs) it's so that's a great way to put it
0: if i go to a meeting and someone hands me a business card it doesn't make it very far i will connect with them on linkedin and if they don't have it we might not talk again because i am not carrying around a stack of business cards so yeah i agree yeah if you need somebody add them on linkedin
1: big time so that's my opinion on it i had a bad experience with it i personally found it unhealthy. I decided for my mental health and my well-being to delete it. However, do I think there are certain parts of it that are good? Yes, I do think that there are. Facebook Marketplace, the best. The best. But I don't think I need to have people searching my... Uh, like profile that I haven't talked to since grade nine and I don't need um yeah like a hate comment or uh like a jealousy comment or someone dming me being like oh I hate those people that you're with or like the, 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 have the you negative ha- side
0: you've had that happen where people yeah. message you directly and, yeah. and say wow that's honestly so terrible
1: yeah I definitely have so I just for me with COVID, and I think COVID affected everybody differently. I deleted it. I felt much better about it. I don't miss it
0: at all. Like, at all. So, what do you do with all your free time now if you're not scrolling Instagram like the rest of us?
1: I got a puppy. Aww. And she, she fills it.
0: <laughs> so, we should all get a puppy?
1: We should all get a puppy. I, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend getting a dog, if you're ready for it. Financially and time-wise. But, <laughs> she's definitely worth it.
0: So... I, okay, so I agree with what you're saying, but I partially see it a different way as well. Oh, absolutely. So I agree with some of the negative aspects of it. I find, so let's use, okay, let's use Instagram as an example. Okay. I think that will be like our main focus is Instagram. Facebook. And I don't mean to offend anybody is maybe for a little bit of the older generation that like they got on Facebook and just stuck with it. Whereas I feel like a lot of the younger generation, they moved to Instagram um, and stayed there. So I'm going to say, let's focus on Instagram. So I have my personal Instagram and I have a lot of people that I've met along my life so like I have people that I knew in high school and then in college and maybe a few from the workplace and like follow like a bunch of like random people and like celebrities and stuff and I would say that that environment that I created online does have a lot of the maybe negative characteristics that you talked about where you're comparing, right? Like I find one of the biggest things is looking at people from high school and saying, you know, they're, this person is the same age as me or younger than me or only a little bit older. And this is where they are in their life. Maybe they have a house and a husband and, um, a car and a Child, and they mm-hmm. have all these things, and online it looks like they have such the perfect life. And I don't know, maybe that's what you aspire to be. So you're comparing yourself. Well, why am I only living in an apartment? Why am I living with my parents? I'm not doing all those things. And mm-hmm. it's really easy to compare yourself at the point that they're in life. And that's where I see a negative aspect because life is not a race. There is no finish line. There is no timeline of where you're supposed to be at a certain time. Everybody is on their own path. Big time. If we all followed the same path and the same timeline that people idolize, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't work out. Like, the world just wouldn't work. There wouldn't be enough (laughs) to go around, maybe. Like, it's just not reasonable to think that everyone is on their own journey and that's what makes life so exciting because you're not looking at the person next to you and they're doing all the same things everybody's doing something different that's unique to them so that's the first thing the other thing is that along the like time that you have like let's say okay again Instagram let's say along the time you have Instagram you keep adding people to mm-hmm. your account for mm-hmm. following. When do you ever go and unfollow them? Like what happens you when you no longer align with somebody or their values or whatever? Do you ever go and unfollow people? No, we're always adding more people. And I think that's a huge thing too. There's some people that you don't like that don't make you feel good. Like if you look at someone's story or their post and it makes you feel negative. Yeah. Your immediate response should be to unfollow them. You are creating your own environment on Instagram.
1: Yes. And I think it's the whole, you should have people around you in your life that fill your bucket, not take out what bucket. Yep. And I think, and if people are like me, like, I had the same social media platforms since back in the day. So I had all the high school people I knew, all the college people I knew, or university people I knew. And then it's at the point where I wanted to unfollow too many people. So I was like, if I'm just going to delete my account and restart it, I could just delete my account yeah, and not miss it. Yeah. So that was kind of that to me because I found there was way too many people on my accounts that were not adding to my life.
0: You've got to go. <laughs> I, I
1: don't care about so-and-so from high school like I, I don't care. Exactly. And you don't care about me so what exactly. and it's by it's not just necessarily you having non involved people it's everyone involved like that person Sure, you can chalk it up to being lazy, but that person should also not care about you enough to unfollow you.
0: Yes. And I i guess I've never had anybody, like, post a negative comment or message me negative things. At least, I mean, in high school, yes, but I'd say, like, in my more adult world. Okay. I've been very fortunate not to have that. I'm not saying it's going to happen, like, continue that way in the future, but... That's maybe, <laughs> Knock wood. um, so the one thing I will say though, um, when I first started this journey about starting a company and wanting to podcast and share my, you know, thoughts and hopefully learnings with mm-hmm. the world, um, I, I didn't feel comfortable enough doing it on my, what I call now my personal Instagram yes because I was too nervous to post because I didn't want to be judged by other people so that's what held me back from a really long time about doing what I wanted to do because I didn't want to be judged by everybody that followed me and Mm -hmm. I follow so I decided to create a new Instagram and one thing that I did very differently is I don't follow, I'm going to say 99% of the people that I follow, I don't actually know. I only follow people that I look up to and that inspire me and that I learn from Mm -hmm. nobody, not a single person that makes me feel negative about what they're posting. Mm -hmm. So when I'm going through that account and looking at stories and posts, I'm feeling inspired and like I'm learning something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big takeaway about social media is that you might hate social media, but you created that environment. Yeah. The thing about the algorithm, especially on Instagram, is the topics that you give more attention to mm-hmm. is what it's going to show you more of. Yeah. So if you're looking at a post and saying, wow, I hate this. But you sit there and look at it and re-watch that reel multiple times. Instagram doesn't know you're watching it because you hate it. Instagram they're just, just sees keep the it. time yeah. that you've spent watching it or replaying it. Yeah. And they're going to keep on showing you more about it. And... It goes also for the people that leave hateful comments and stuff. Like it's almost like a repetitive circle that they're spending time on a post and they're leaving hateful comments or sending hateful messages. Well, they're going to keep on getting shown posts that are like that and they're going to keep on doing that. And it's just this like vicious cycle that we need to break. Yeah. I think for the people listening to this, like use this as kind of a bit of a wake up call. If you, especially if you look at social media as being negative, If you're looking at someone's post and it does not make you feel good, unfollow them. Yeah, delete it. Delete them. And no one's gonna notice. Even if you go and unfollow your cousin, your sister, because they're posting toxic shit, they're never gonna notice that you unfollowed them. Just go do it. Your mental health means more than their ego because you're not following them.
1: And even if you do unfollow them and they notice just tell them sorry that post didn't help me at all just be honest i don't think i think we're so bred to not say no or say like not want to hurt somebody's feelings so we lie or we just don't do it and we just ignore it just tell them hey sorry you know what i really didn't like that that's not following my values or how my life is going and the direction it's going so I I had to unfollow you sorry
0: just leave it at that yeah if they're your real friend they won't care they won't care because you're friends in real life and not just on social media yep agreed one thing that I have not been able to combat so I feel like I have made a, a nice little environment on my new Instagram account. One thing though, is how addicting Instagram is. That's and
1: what, I had I, to get off of it. I've I talked to, to other
0: people about this. I will literally go on my phone to check my email or to go check my bank account or something that actually matters. And my thumb just takes me to Instagram automatically. I will, I will literally be sitting there on my phone and then all of a sudden I'm scrolling. And I'm like, what the fuck? I literally went on here to do something else, and my thumb will automatically, intuitively just take me to Instagram without me telling it to. How does that happen? How? How have it... It's programmed us. It's a habit
1: Ugh. that I'm pretty sure we can discuss in another podcast. Habits are very, very important, and they are just so hard to break sometimes bad habits good like good habits are i guess like there's nothing negative about them but they can also be obsessive so
0: you yeah you can have habits that are good or bad and i yeah. think that's a good point we'll yeah. definitely note that we for a episode to, yeah. i have a lot to share on habits
1: we will dive into that but it's a habit you wake up in the morning you check your phone you check instagram you check your email
0: it's a habit which is quite refreshing not to So I think I've created some more, like some new morning rituals that don't involve checking social media Mm -hmm. right away. Mm -hmm. You have to be intuitive about it. If you just let life take you on a ride, yes, you might wake up in the morning and grab your phone and head straight to Instagram and see what everyone else is doing before you even get out of bed. Mm -hmm. That is a terrible way to start your day. Well, we talked about that in the last podcast. Absolutely terrible. Create new, like, morning habits and morning rituals that make you actually feel good and set yourself up for the day. I think for me, one of the most amazing things that came from COVID was working from home. And I will admit, at the beginning, I was definitely the person that slept as late as I could and rolled out of bed and threw up my hair. I was still in my pajamas. I didn't brush my teeth and I was joining meetings. 100% that was me. Yeah. That is not a way to live on the long term. It does not benefit anybody if you are like that. Mm -hmm. Creating a morning routine, regardless of you needing to leave your house or not, it's setting up the foundation for your entire day. The things that you do in the morning Mm -hmm. are going to set the tone for your day. If you start your morning eating shitty food, you're probably going to eat shitty food for the rest of the day. If you start your morning thinking negative, you are probably going to think negative for the the, rest of the day. Write something
1: grateful that you're for on paper.
0: Do it. Yeah. Do it. We talked about that last episode. And you're so right. That is so... It's kind of hard to do, but also it has to be pen
1: to paper. It
0: has to be pen to paper. I agree. And I'm going to show you in front of me. I have my little planner for 2023. It's really funny though, for those that really know me well, I am, I'm really into sustainability and completely against like paper paper and printing (laughs) and everything, but the thing is that, yes, your phone can do everything, but should your phone do everything? No. Like we just talked about, in the morning, you might open up your phone and say, I'm going to go write my gratitude notes for the day, and guess where your thumb is going to take you? Straight to fucking Instagram. And how do you Facebook, get back Instagram,
1: to gratitude? You're, you're going to see that Bath & Body no. Works is having another sale, <laughs> so you're going to go on that, yeah. <laughs> try to buy stuff, just... No. Just stop. Just
0: stop. Just get a planner. Just get a planner. Take a note. I I started my new uh, ritual. I log my food. Okay. I log what I'm doing for the day. Like, you can see, look, we're podcasting right podcasting. now. Podcasting. So, um, do you know Rob Deirdre? Deirdre. Yes. So, he, I bet you'd be surprised by this he's known for skateboarding, he's actually the most like incredible person. So he actually logs every single minute of his entire day. And he has done this for years, to the point where he actually hired a computer programmer to write him like a code, I think he created some kind of app, I don't think it's publicly available, but I could be wrong. And but he uses it. He logs like every minute of the day. And he categorizes everything between health, family, and work, I want to say. Okay. I might have those a little bit wrong, but generally, those are the three categories. And then he also rates his days on a scale of 1 to 10 of, like, how happy he was for the day. And then he now has years of data to show what made him the most happy. And this year, he's actually doing more work in terms of an output like he he has different like shows and stuff like that 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 he's part of he's doing more output in terms of shows but actually spends more time with his family and he only works again don't quote me on this but it was something really low i'm gonna say 20 percent of his time is spent working and the rest of his time is spent with family and his health Yeah, But his output is huge because he's learned how to maximize his time. Like think about even when we're working, right? Like you're working away, you're deep in a task, but then you see your phone light up. Oh, Instagram. Oh, I just got a notification. Oh, I'm just going to check that real quick. But when you check something that breaks your focus, it takes you, I want to say like 20 minutes plus to get back in the zone of where you were and you just lost that much time. Now imagine that like 10, 20 times throughout the day you lose so much time. And if we can learn to be a little bit, I feel like we got such a rabbit hole. We started on gratitude. That's Anyways, fine. Um, if we can learn to like minimize distractions and optimize our time during the day, you can just take advantage of time instead of letting time take advantage of you.
1: Still on the topic. Just <laughs> cut back on your social media. <laughs> More on It's not worth spending your whole day on. But I do know people that do that. They spend their whole day on it. And I think that's just absolutely ridiculous.
0: And I think a lot of people don't actually know how much time that they truly spend on That a screen time media. notification? No, but you have to turn it on. And that's what I was going to say. Oh, do you? Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, it's just automatically on. I don't think so. Mine wasn't. I had to go turn it on. Cause you can you can... turn it off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually can. But don't. Um, no, but you can go into your settings and I think you have to turn on screen time tracking. Cause I remember talking to somebody and I'm not going to call them out, but you know who you are. I asked them how much time, cause they're always the first person to say, Oh, I don't have time. I'm so busy. like, okay, show me your screen time. And they had it off and I'm like, okay, turn it on. And then a week later, I'm like, show me your screen time yeah 12 fucking hours of screen time <gasps> on their cell phone and it's like okay so 12 hours you're, t- you're only up for like 12 hours yeah so it's like you're telling me you don't have time to do things this is why go look at how much time you spend on youtube on instagram on facebook on snapchat on email all these things that are just sucking your time and you don't realize it. I bet everybody would say, oh yeah, I probably spend no more than two hours on my phone every day and then they go and look at it. Let's check ours right now. Screen time? Yeah, let's call ourselves out. We can do that.
1: The one thing I will say about certain apps, like I know you don't have Snapchat, but I do. And I have a girlfriend that lives in the UK and uh, because Snapchat, you can have snap streaks now.
0: Yeah, we have a that's been for a while. We
1: have a 538 oh. day snap streak. but yeah. I, like, I
0: don't get to see her often. See, like, that's cute though. How long does it take to exchange a snap? It doesn't take very long, not like five seconds.
1: I, and it most of our snaps are like of a plant, and I'm like, snap streak, your <laughs> day is going well. It's
0: <laughs> so bad.
1: We I don't even know how to check screen time.
0: Okay, so my... Daily average
1: is five hours.
0: Okay, mine's an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah.
1: But I, like, watch YouTube videos on my phone.
0: Exactly. No, it depends what it is, for sure. Yeah. But, like, it, it sucks your time up, because I bet you wouldn't have thought that you spent five hours on your phone. No. My screen time is an hour and 20 minutes. I'm down 40 percent since last week but my number one app is instagram then messages then music
1: so mine is messages but i'm the type of person who i always have my phone in my hand and it's a habit i am trying to break in 2023 i will always pick up my phone if someone texts me and i will always answer it
0: you do answer really quick
1: always. i did notice
0: that I'm, I'm not it depends on okay so it depends on what I'm doing so if I'm I'm trying to be a lot more like present with people so if I'm having dinner with someone lunch with somebody or we're in a conversation I'm trying to be as mindful as possible and not doing things in my phone at the time so even if somebody messages me like I will wait mm. generally like yeah because Like, although we think we can multitask, we cannot multitask. Your attention just gets, like, divided up. Like, there's a few things that I think are easier to multitask than others. Like, for instance, if I'm in a meeting and I'm taking notes about what the person's saying, I'm very present in Mm -hmm. what they're saying as Mm -hmm. I'm writing it out. I think that you can multitask. Mm -hmm. But if someone's talking to you and you're reading something else, whether it be an email or a text message while someone else is talking to you, you can't absorb both at the same time. Mm -hmm. You are ignoring the person that's talking to you and you are reading what you just received. Yeah. 100% and no one can tell me otherwise because I've seen it. You even see it in meetings. How many times have you been in a meeting and then someone goes, oh, sorry. Audio cut out. Can you repeat that? No. You just weren't fucking you listening. You weren't paying attention. But thanks, bud. Like, Good try. I do. Like, obviously, yes, that happens sometimes. But, yeah. like, if you have your camera on and you're fully engaged in the conversation and then all of a sudden that happens, no problem. But if you're muted in the background, haven't said something, and then all of a sudden you get called on, we all know you are not fucking paying attention and you're not fooling anyone and you look like an idiot. It happens all the time. It does. And you should be embarrassed. For those of you that you know who you are, step it up. Be present in 2023. We're all watching you.
1: Yeah. No kidding.
0: (laughs) Okay, Kristen. So where do we find you? Kristen Jackson on Instagram at The Real Positive Impact.
1: And just remember, everybody, let it go. Let it flow. See ya. Bye-bye.